Nehemiah. Nehemiah. Nehemiah? It's, it's, it's Nehemiah or Nehemiah in the uh, seminary podcast that I listen to. I'm going to say Nehemiah. Do whatever you want. That's fine. Well, throw the phantom there. <laughs> the villain freaking him. So, Nehemiah. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so do we want to do a quick summary of the book, or do we want to wait till we're done with it and do a quick summary of the book? Because we're not going to finish it tonight. Yeah, pro- I mean, it's pretty much the same as, like, Ezra pops up in a couple of chapters. So it's pretty much the same book as Ezra. Right, outline it. Um, what? No. Or you don't have to. Okay. We'll insert, insert, we'll later, when we finish it, we can outline it. Okay, we'll outline it at the end. Alright, let's just jump in. We just have six chapters to do? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so according to, like, the dates with, like, the kings and stuff, this, um... The his, the the first person memoir section, which I think is like really well, it's really it reads really like like someone's actually writing stuff for once. I told you the chronicler had taken a class, a workshop yeah. of some sort. <laughs> but um, it takes place in 445 BC. So I mean, you can argue if it was later edited or confabulated, but that's when it takes place, and it reads it reads semi authentic to me. You can take it or leave it. So, what? Who says that the chronicler and the author of these are the same? Out of curiosity, um, scholars. <laughs> scholars. Okay, I haven't done any reading. Non-literalist scholar. Because I mean, some people say Ezra was invented, right. which so I've been on board with, but it's debated. But it's pretty generally accepted, though. That about Nehemiah. Okay. That he. That, that he was. That he. No, 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 that, that's they're the same, because I, I completely, oh, okay. on the initial reading of Nehemiah, I was very... Well, I mean, wow. he, used, he used sources, like, the original first-person narrative was original. Like, he, the chronicler used that, and maybe he edited it. Ah, uh, okay. But, but we do know that Ezra and Nehemiah are the same book, or were right. the same book, until fairly recently, uh, well, I mean, Middle Ages. Right. And when it got separ- yeah, they're, separated they're the same. out. <laughs> Like Luke X, yeah, I think Luke X were um, were originally two separate scrolls from the same author, but I, don't quote me on that. I haven't done the research on that, and yeah, I won't for a while. I'm not ready for the New Testament. I can't handle the New Testament. It'll be a blast. It will. We're gonna have to be really drunk. <laughs> yeah, maybe because it'll be so familiar. Like, gotta. I'm gonna have to bring whiskey. Not to me. I don't know shit about the New Testament. Gonna have to get some imperial stuffs. Ooh. So, Abby, you're that rare person who wasn't raised with all this shit. That's, I mean, I, I envy you, and I just don't understand what that that's, must be like. That's all I was raised with. Yeah, I can't imagine what it, the op, what you guys, like, because I don't have, I mean, I get the basis, like, popular cultural understanding of the Bible, where the whole Old Testament was basically the familiar stories from Genesis, and then Solomon cut a kid in half. And there's this guy named David who Michelangelo carved. And then that was about it for the Old Testament. And then there was Job getting eaten by a whale. It's a big fish! It's a big fish! It's a very important distinction! Actually, I went to Bible college. No, I'm Bible camp for like one summer. And I watched Davy and Goliath. <laughs> and I got picked last for soccer. That's all I remember. 
That sucks. Or they wouldn't let me play or something. Are there big fish in are there are there even whales in the Mediterranean? There are if God wants there to be. Says the biologist. <laughs> You're a Christian biologist though. Whoa, whoa, not even <laughs> But you you learned Christian biology. Christian yeah. biology. I took a bunch of classes at UC, I took all my animal bio at UCO. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's, they've got some, you know, relatively secular people up there. Real teachers? They actually had, like, a super secular guy there for a while, but I'm not going to go into that right now. Wait, what's UCO? It's the third largest public university in Oklahoma. It's located in my hometown of Edmond. There's 16,000 students. The secular teacher's the exception? Well, I, I, I couldn't say generally. I'm saying this guy oh. was, like, super secular. Like, he has, oh. in his part of the library, the part of the library that's, like, the emeritus professor part of the library where he has this special collection, he has secular shit that you really can't find hardly anywhere else, like back issues of The Index, which is America's leading free-thought periodical in the mid-1800s. Really? Yeah. Obscure shit, man. I tell you what. Anyway... That's, like, useful <laughs> trivia, but it's not, you know, it's not useful unless you happen to be at Edmund and at the library. <laughs> so Nehemiah. 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 Art the Dark Um, I... <laughs> I'm trying to get the Valor Fricative down. Huevos. <laughs> um... I've been trying to get my Valor Fricative down for years. <laughs> Maybe you should see a doctor. The bilabial frickin' Wait, wait, say that again. I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. You get your mic when you need to do that. I meant the name for it. It's such an exciting name. Actually... It's not actually a phoneme in any language. It's just like... So does someone just make that up? Like, just because it'd be fun to have? Oh, wait, no, that's not... No, bilabial fricative is like the... Uh, uh. Never mind. Okay, carrying on. Uh, chapter one. Chapter one. Um, Versus... I thought... The cupbearer... Really yeah, Nehemiah is the cupbearer to the king, and he... Yeah. Wants He's to not rebuild even... the Jerusalem wall, among other things. He's very sad, if I recall correctly. He's... And the king asks him why. Yeah. I see him, like, he's like, he's reading the morning paper, and, like, oh, it's, I think it's well written. The morning paper? Is, <laughs> is the cupbearer, is that, like, is that, like, a, 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 a servant, or is that somebody who, like, tastes the drinks for him to make sure they're not poisoned, or? No, it's actually an important position, if I remember. Is it? Okay. I thought that it was, but I couldn't. What does he do? Or what does a cup do? I think he does more than bear the cup. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what little research I did on it, it's like some sort of like counselor to the king thing. I'm gonna need a peer-reviewed paper that says he's more than bearing the cup. I don't remember now, but I remember thinking he had he had some pull with the king. He was more of an advisor than a bearer of uh, goblets. Well, I guess he had to be fairly trusted, otherwise they wouldn't have him, you know, that close to the king. Bring him, bringing him food. I guess if poisoning the king was a great way of getting your succession, <laughs> you know, if like you're a prince and you're tired of you know just waiting around like Prince Charles has for most of his life now, 
I feel bad for her. I feel bad too. I mean, imagine having that be your main job is waiting for your mom to die. That's that's a really <laughs> depressing job description. Wait for wait for your mom to die so you can just not do anything. Yeah, so you can finally be symbolic leader. <laughs> make some speeches. That said, I could see you wanting to go ahead and, and make the process go a little faster. And what better way than a little poison in a cup, uh, which makes more cup- shaker. Yes, which makes that's cup bear. Well, that explains it. Wait, no, it doesn't explain it. So Nehemiah decides to rebuild. The wall. The wall. That, that's why he's sad. Well, yeah, he's... Jerusalem's been destroyed. He, he's, he feels the pride and he wants to rebuild this city. Especially the fish gate. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of gates. Yeah. I think it's overall, it's a, I think it's a more like um, plausible commission than Ezra's. Yeah. They're like, I mean, this is... Right. He's he's in service of the king of Persia, and Persia is controlling the area, and they want to have some defenses. Yeah, and that makes complete sense. I mean, it's like, yeah. hey, I want to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. It's like, oh, that kind of makes sense. I mean, you know, we don't want those other people coming in and taking it over. Samir- the temple. Right, Samir- yeah. <laughs> Damn. I had no idea your feelings ran so deep on this topic. The temple was significantly less. I mean, I don't know. I don't understand. I I still don't understand really why the king of Persia would have any interest in allowing them to rebuild the temple, except for that maybe it would quell. I guess maybe quelling an uprising. I like, but this I makes like it, my this, keep some busy theory. Right. This makes a lot more sense to me, though. Is that idle hands or the devil's play thing or whatever? Yeah. It's like, well, they might rebel, but maybe instead, if I give them this. You know, this... at least now if they rebel, they'll be tired. <laughs> <laughs> sure, whatever. Go worship your god. I saw. Yeah. I saw it as like the uh, stimulus program. It's like a big, you know, make work. Like here, go do this. Yeah. You know, I actually, as far as Nehemiah is concerned, I had a similar. I was like, hey, look, it's a but, stimulus. <laughs> but they no, but they but they send in people to do the job. They don't involve the locals at all. In Nehemiah, they don't. No, oh no. They're, like, everyone who's not, like, the returning exile is, like, a horrible, evil person. Is this the first example of outsourcing? <laughs> well, insourcing? Hmm. Well, I just saw it mainly because of how Nehemiah is, and, and the whole, where is it, in chapter 5, I guess, where he goes on his vendetta against all the people having mortgages on their properties and their... Their crops and everything. Oh, good, he's a Democrat. <laughs> well, no, it's just like, hey, we're going to have this big, massive building project, and then yeah, we're going to chapter... forgive everybody's debt. Yeah, Chapter 5 kind of stands out. It's like the the commie chapter. The commie pingo chapter from this part of the book. Is Nehemiah blacklisted? <laughs> oh, Red Scare Bot. Sweet. <laughs> Call back to a, a different podcast. <laughs> what? You gotta at least tell me what the hell you're talking about. Oh, was that before? Er, yeah, that was in Chronicles. We were talking yep. about the Red Scare bot. Oh. Yeah. On Twitter. Okay, the bot on Twitter. Uh, I don't yes. think it can read podcasts. My my life is complete now that it has retweeted me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, Nehemiah one. 
Uh, <laughs> I just typed in <laughs> I just typed in Nehemiah bot. <laughs> what? Is oh, there one? Uh, no, there isn't, but I'm gonna make one. That would be I was just having the same thought. <laughs> I don't get it. A Twitter bot that totally... just obsessively retweets stuff about Nehemiah. I'd say that it should tweet random posts of that are out of context. We should do that too. Can they make like an eighties building wall oh. montage for Nehemiah? There's a Shakespeare bot that retweets random quotes of Shakespeare out of context. I've done that too. Good news you guys. What? Nehemiah is the, the actual pronunciation. Sweet. How did you find an actual it, pronunciation? By Nehemiah. I looked up the Hebrew. Oh. She eats the tartars. <laughs> I went and learned ancient Hebrew back then. Yeah. You did. You did the tricorder. You guys just tell me when you get to chapter four, because there's one thing I want to do from chapter four, which is the, the four, <laughs> yeah. the chapter four, verse three, fox dis. Okay. Well, st- I just one thing about chapter one. Um. He quotes Moses. He says, we have wronged thee and have not observed the commandments, blah, 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 enjoined upon thy servant Moses. Remember what thou didst impress us. Remember what thou didst impress upon him in these words. And then it quotes this quote from the Torah in um, verses 8 to 9. Okay? Mm-hmm. Except that's not from the Torah. Oh, no. Maybe it's from the oral Torah. Yeah, that's from, like, something else. They got lost. <laughs> From the book of the prophet Ido? The it book of the Could be. I thought that was funny. That's kind of harsh, man. The annals of the kings of Judah? You said annals on purpose just then. <laughs> I know you did. No. Solomon had a lot of concubines. He could have been into that. Who knows what he was into. Alright, chapter two. Here's what we're doing. We're rebuilding the out of Jerusalem's walls. Hell yes. About time, too. They've been gone for chapters now. <laughs> 80s movie building wall montage. Oh, yes. You need a montage. And gates. Gates are important. Fish gates. I have a question about the gates, by the way. There's like a sheep gate and a fish gate. Are these like... Dung this... gate? How exactly. Dung yeah, gate. the dung gate. Yeah. It, it, I'm guessing why? that they were each named after what they smelled like. <laughs> Wait, wasn't there the um the law where you could only walk so far on the Sabbath to take a take a dump? There and then go. so they couldn't actually get out of Jerusalem. The origin of the Dungate is explained right there. Yeah. Okay. There's a Dungate, but there's also the Valley Gate to the Dragon Spring. Mm. Well, at least Pretty they have some good names. I'm just a lot of gates. How many gates are there? Jesus Christ! Broad. Seems like one would be the easiest to defend. What is? <laughs> yeah, but you I mean you got to go in and out of the city for trade. That would be really annoying to just have one gate. Let's build a wall around the city. Hey, let's put a bunch of holes in them and call them gates. Exactly. And you can set it up to where you get to pour hot oil on people if they try to get in the gates, which is fun. Yeah. That's that's. They only attacked one gate in Kingdom of Heaven. What you do is you have a giant cauldron really with oil, and you're constantly frying chicken just all the time. <laughs> what? Or like French fries or whatever. This is, this is Jerusalem, not Memphis. Dude, I'm just 
What what is with all the <laughs> They put a big fry later in the second temple. Just dunk the whole towel and here's a whole offering. <laughs> exactly. You can combine two functions in one. Let's take a barbecue, they moved on to fried. You have like a turduckinson offering, just one big old and your offering is done. If you had to repent for three things, you could just make a turducken and Oh hell yes. The triple sin offering. The true origins. Yeah. But couldn't they put a dove inside a goat inside a cow? Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they ever had anybody come out to the temple. Like, I need to repent for this and this. Well, you know, this goat totally ate a dove. Can't that count for both of them? I saw him do it. Have <laughs> <laughs> you seen the video of the deer eating a bird? I haven't seen that. Deer eating a bird. I'm gonna so Google that, like as soon as I'm done with it. Oh, I I, I didn't watch the video, but I saw it. You mean in real life? Yeah. Saw I saw the video, but I didn't watch it. <laughs> I didn't watch the video. I saw the link to the video. Oh, okay. Oh, well, prove that, that veganism is that's, a lie. That's what I meant. <laughs> prove that veganism is a lie. Even Bambi eats meat. <laughs> <laughs> Bambi. In any case, what did? You- <laughs> Chapter 4. <laughs> oh, I have something to say about Chapter 4. I know, that's why I said that. Okay. Um, yeah, I've been just waiting for Chapter 4 to come up. We'll there do is, it. like, my favorite Bible disc so far. Even a fox climbing up on your wall would break down your stones. I love that. Like, you're trying to build a wall? That that wall isn't even fox-proof, bitch. <laughs> like, Here, let me get a fox. Oh, look, he knocked down your wall. I, just, I love that. What verse is that? 4-3. It's no rabbit-proof fence. It is not even rabbit-proof. It is not even fox-proof. Oh, I didn't even see that. Best diss in the Bible so far. <laughs> you call that a wall. <laughs> to buy the Ammonite throwing your mama jokes up at the wall. <laughs> well, your wall is so weak. And then, and, you know, and then of course the prophet's like, Oh God, could you turn their insults back on their heads? Because I don't have the wit to come back at that fox line. I can't can't deal with this. Lord, please. I I think it would have been funnier if he just said, Lord, we are despised. Could you come up with an even wittier line to hit back with? (laughs) Are we done with four? Well, during four, all these adversaries who throw down the taunts. What was that? Someone fall down? Someone dropped their beer. (laughs) No, I knocked over an empty one. I was trying to grab another one. Sorry. Continue. Well, they're so they're so incensed by these angry fox taunts that they have to take up arms. That's it. We gotta go to war now. And it's on. So they have like a gun in one hand and the mason spade in the other. And they. I like how it explains that they don't even they don't take off their clothes. That's they, yeah. They're except, too... except to bathe. Really? Wait, where does it say that? Except to no, wash. They... It says except it's to 23. wash. Twenty-three. Yeah. In twenty three, I I remember thinking when I when I read that like oh well at least they washed every now and then because yeah well, that's none, not none of us situation. none of us put off our clothes saving that everyone put them off for washing oh my translation doesn't have that you, you've got that to... sounds like an apologetic so they wouldn't have sticky <laughs> well it was in the King James so that's you know the Textus Receptus the one true Bible and all that. I don't have to. I don't have to argue for the King James. It's the one true Bible. No, mine says um, they never took off their clothes, each keeping his right hand on his weapon. 
Oh, Hebrew obscure. That means they don't know what it means. They uh, could have been stinky. Uh, I like the accepted bathe. I just can't imagine that a people that are so obsessed with ritual purification would give up on bathing. I don't know. Hebrew obscure. Yeah, that's true. But two two words are obscure. That's weird. Two in a row. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Shalachi. Shalacho. I gotta I gotta say that my my uh my hermeneutic when when the Hebrew is obscure is to assume that the uh that the interpretation that that cleans things up that makes it look better is probably uh-huh. not the right one. So I guess I should be arguing yeah. against the King James <laughs> in this case because it does it both yeah. literally and figuratively cleans things up. All right. Yeah. So chapter what, five. I was on topic there. What? 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 No, what? I didn't say anything. No, I was I was loading it up to check it. It was a great finish. Usually, when I'm when I'm going on like that, and Paul says, "All right," like I was off topic, but <laughs> everyone put them off. Or... Yeah, it's two words in a row are so obscure they can't. Okay, anyway, that's messed up right there. Bible, why are you so obscure? I know, right? You think that if God's going to inspire a book, He might inspire at some point a dictionary to go with it. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Whoa, 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 that would educate the masses. Wait, why wouldn't he write it in just like a text that automatically like illuminated in the language you speak? See, then there'd be no like denying tongues. There'd be no skeptics then. You could always Holy say, "Well, hell. how do you explain this magic book, skeptic?" That would be awesome, dude. I'm trying to think of what movie that's in. Isn't there a movie like that where just the words magic Mormon seeing stones? You can't see through stones, Jason. <laughs> Unless they're magic. You don't have the faith. If you had the faith the size of a mustard seed, you'd be a Mormon by now. The smallest of all seeds. Speaking of the smallest of all seeds, how about those poor in chapter 5? <laughs> Whoa. Good segue. Artful. Artful, Paul. Okay, so chapter 5. <laughs> The scenes from the class struggle in Judah. Yes. Apparently apparently they had quite the mortgage problem. Yeah. Indentured servitude. Isn't it good to know that this isn't just a, you know. It is. (laughs) We've learned a lot this week. There are no new problems under the sun. Elizabeth Warren was right. And Nehemiah takes the very. uh, Something about abuse of the credit system. I don't remember exactly. No. Yeah. It was insightful, and it was on the side of the poor. I could tell you that for sure. Sorry. It seemed to me that Nehemiah thought that the creditors were taking advantage of them. Anyway, mm-hmm. I, I have a question. How does anybody even say, okay, like, did he have just, like, a significant amount of clout, or was he, like, the king, or what's going on here? Like he's just like, all right, you know all that debt? Mm, fuck that. <laughs> well, he's he's uh he's working for the the people who are the Persians. They're ruling the land, so okay. He's so, the bearer so, of the cup, man. That's important. One of those Xerxes is, is okay. So because of that, then he does have the he just yeah, basically he, walks up and says, "All right, all of this mortgage crap is BS, and you guys totally need to drop this. Everybody will be better off. Believe me." It's like the... Aren't they doing that now with someone who owes something? Greece? Yeah. Should oh. I be alright if they did that now? Yeah, they're restructuring debt in parts so of Europe. So is Nehemiah like the IMF? They can restructure <laughs> my mortgage to $10. Very nice. 
She's the IMF and the INF. <laughs> the International Nehemiah Fund. N is for Nehemiah. <laughs> wow. Oh, no, IDF. Never mind. I bought it. It didn't... It didn't make sense for <laughs> It made sense in my head. So, yeah, I got the very stimulus type. It's like, Nehemiah is like, you know, hey guys, let's do this big social project and then let's forgive all your debt. It'll be good. Yeah, but no, but in these projects, they're not involving the locals at all. It's all the, um, the bab, or no, Persians. That's. It's all the people he, the exiles he brought back with him. But the exiles that he brought back with him were originally Jewish. Yeah. Right, they were Jewish. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they were Semitic people, weren't they? Yeah, They well, just weren't those, yeah. those intermarried, you know, sub-human Samaritans. I, I have trouble buying the whole narrative that the king's like, I know, let's move all these Jews back. Let's put them all back in Judea. <laughs> like, how does that well, how benefit many was the it? king? 42,000? Yeah. Or was that Ezra? Who had 42,000? It had, I mean... Okay, I admit, I looked up the Battlestar Galactica wiki and saw that if they had 42,000 settlers in the ships, but it was a little bit more. I wanted to see if they had referenced Nehemiah. Had they? Or was it just a coincidental number? No, it was a little bit more, and then it went to less. It was about 50,000. So do we have anything else on five? Well, there is the episode where... (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's the, where, they, where the um the guy starts the. Never mind. Okay, chapter six. Six, in which we play hooky and finish the wall. <laughs> Wait, did we did we talk about how they had to hold weapons while they were working? Was that in we did. Four? Okay. Yeah, we did. I did. All right. Yeah, and then they were taking off their clothes. Yeah, she talked about that. Okay, they were cool. holding a gun, if I recall correctly. Oh, yeah, I don't she said think gun. that's correct. And I was like, gun? Yeah, yeah, okay. It wasn't a gun. Well, it was like a sword. They, they <laughs> held like ass and held their swords. They had AK 47s. Yes, that is the performance. Or, or AK 74s, as I heard on the local news channel. Not sure what an AK 74 is. Wow, but. that is awkward. With the local fox. They're around corners. God, news people, know your Kalishnikov, so don't cover war. <laughs> It's pretty much got two gun options. It's an M16 or an AK. Yeah, basically. Either it was made by the lowest bidder in America or it was made by the lowest bidder in Russia. It hasn't been made in Russia for 20 years, but we still have all of them. And those things do not wear out. They can also fire from underwater. (laughs) Chapter 6. Wait, wait, I gotta gotta pull a poll now and say, okay, so how about that opposition to the rebuilding? (laughs) (laughs) So, chapter 6. So, chapter 6. Ooh, more Speaking about winning, people. Is this like the light rail system of the Bible? Come, let us meet each other in the villages of Yoko Ono. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see the word Ono without thinking of Yoko. Or Apollo. It's near the seacoast. According to my notes. Okay. Fun fact! Fun fact! Ono is near the seacoast. Woo! Bible fact! So apparently... So, let's set up the story. Apparently, these other two... Jemaya and... Yes. And Tobias and Balat, yes, and Geshem the Arab, were totally 
they they were not digging what what Nehemiah had going on. Oh, the colonial oppressors are they're like fuck walls. <laughs> so, so they're all trying to get him to come to apparently what is a waterfront town, coastal town, anyways, to do him harm, presumably. He outsmarts them. He does. He's, he's like, you know what? I'm too damn busy on the <laughs> wall. So leave me alone. Six, wasn't it six times? <laughs> six times. Six times they sent him a letter. That was like, oh, come on That's down. <laughs> We're just going to drink a beer down here on this waterfront. It's all good, yo. It's going to be hot Sumerian girls or something. Uh, hot Anonian girls. Oh, okay. My bad. I apologize. Anonian girls and whatever they wore on the beaches back then. Burkinis. Burkinis. <laughs> I love those. <laughs> love those. Right. <laughs> so, anyways, goes through the six times. Secretary Mino, I'm busy. <laughs> I'll be there eventually. But eventually, he does. What do they? They try and get him into the temple, or yeah, different. Oh, different guy, Shemaya. Right. Although I got. I kind of, I didn't, I don't know, the way that I read it, I didn't have, I just read this, actually, like, today at lunch, so I didn't go back and do any outside reading. But the way that my initial read was that they were still trying to get him, and Shemaiah was like, why don't you go to the temple? They won't kill you there. And Nehemiah was like... Of course not. Well, and Nehemiah... the law. Right. And Nehemiah... smite him. Didn't God smite people when they entered the temple? And actually, that's a good point. They don't have the ark anymore. Was Nehemiah a Levite? No, he's no, he's a cupbearer for the Persians. Traitor. But I mean, he was taken into exile, so presumably he was. Could be. For all I I know, he's the tribe of Aaron, but I I can't tell. There's plenty of genealogy in this book, but not (laughs) Nehemiah. Not the important kind. I don't, I don't think it. I don't think his is in there. I don't know. I'll, I'll keep looking. Okay. Anyway, uh, he's probably the of the tribe of Judah, but it doesn't say. I don't get the line of um. Six ten, it says um Shehemiah was confined to his house. I mean, this is. I mean, I don't have any like theory, but like, why would he be confined to his house? Is he like a leper or something? Or? Huh. Interesting detail. I don't know. Well, that's what I was saying. I thought Shemaiah was a friend of Nehemiah and was saying, if you're going to meet them, then you should meet them in the temple because there they won't kill you. I didn't get the idea. Just like in Highlander. I didn't get the idea. (laughs) No, Shemaiah is one of the bad guys. Was he? Okay. Yeah, I think he was mentioned earlier. Um... No. Maybe he was but, just really old and couldn't leave his house. Yeah, it can be. shut in. Maybe he was morbidly obese and couldn't get out the door. Oh, wait, that never happened back then. Never mind. He was on Nehemiah's uh, Medicare plan. <laughs> That's what happened. Nehemiah forgave his mortgage. <laughs> Shemaiah completely lost all need to work, and so he stayed at home and watched TVs and ate potato chips all day. Sucked off, sucked off the working people. 
He did. He sucked them off? <laughs> did I hear that right? <laughs> I did a little Sucked on the Nehemiah's government teeth. Uh, speaking of uh, sucking off, there's. Do you, do you remember earlier when we were talking about the, the place called Sukkoth in the Bible earlier on? Suck off? Yes. Suck it? Like the boots? Yeah, Sukkoth. Uh, it came up earlier on uh, in the Torah, I believe. Uh, Brother Sam pronounces that place as Sukkoth. <laughs> which is no, but the H, is, the H indicates a aspirated alveolar dental stop, not a um, fricative. You are blowing my mind. But you've, you've spent some time with uh, becoming a cunning linguist on your own there. <laughs> you really know how to play the smackdown on these pronunciations. Speaking of dams and dental, um, <laughs> the wall is done. <laughs> Go, Paul! King of the Segway. <laughs> I almost spit my beer out. Did I have beer in my curtains? Oh, no. <laughs> well, they were, they're in a box. <laughs> it's not I spit as... my dog. Wait, I got it on a plush dog. Dog, dog, too. Oh. I'm in the basement, so there's, like, weird random crap. Like, a, like curtains in a box. I've seen beer shot, and I've seen, I saw beer shot across the, the church today. That made me sad. <laughs> oh, that's pretty like, impressive. No, no, no! Don't spill the beer in the church. They won't let us use their <laughs> building again. Anyway, I've never drank in a church before. I'm, I'm sad. Oh, you have no. I didn't idea. know that was legal. I, I think there might church. be a blue law against it now that you mention it. <laughs> but if, if you're Catholic, you can technically drink in the church. Yeah, oh, be, yeah. It has to be transformed well, in the blood, you can, blood of technically, Christ. Technically, you can be a cannibal in a church. Yes. <laughs> no drinking. I was going to say, okay. I thought we could do whatever the hell we wanted at a church. Isn't that what the First Amendment Actually. says? <laughs> You'd think so, but then try to have a sacred orgy sometime. The book of what? What? <laughs> what book? The Constitution. The First Amendment. Yeah, they talk about the Constitution. Oh. It's not so much a book as a document. Not so much as rules, just guidelines. Let's finish this off. 6.15. Oh, the wall really? is done. Wall it's about, about 12.16 here. Focus! Six five, we're, we're pretty much done. They finished no. the wall. Jerusalem is defended from the evil Sumerians. We're finished the montage. We have the gall to not be exiled. Sweet. They keep out, they keep out the Mongolians. <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't work as well as they'd hoped. <laughs> Damn. Damn, Mongolians. A little, little South Park callback there. I like that. <laughs> Why does the Bible have to skip the Greeks? It's like the best part of the classical era. They were the Philistines. Wait, what? <laughs> the Philistines are Greeks. Well, yeah, but like an earlier incarnation. Such awesome stuff happened in between Malachi and Matthew. Yeah, well, you mean Malachi and... Um, Mark. Oh, yeah. But there's the Apocrypha in there. I don't really get the... We're, um, not, no. We're not Christian. What does it matter? We can bring it in order. order. Touche. The order, the order of the books isn't the same as the chronological order. Malachi... Oh, actually, Malachi is set around um, Ezra Nehemiah. I forget. Which one is... Except there's the last chronological book of the Old Testament. Um, Daniel? 
Is it? Okay. Daniel or um, some of like the later like not kind of like the novellas. I think we actually talked about that when I went to church, and they they were okay with the chronological order. <laughs> I'd like this to read it chronologically. Isn't Daniel considered um, apocalyptic literature? Yeah, yeah, Daniel, Second Esdras, <laughs> Revelations. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, Second Esdras is, isn't the same as First Esdras. It's like Second Esdras is an apocrypha. The First Esdras is a version of Ezra. Very yeah, confusing. I thought that Better Than Esdras is some sort of commentary on what's apocryphal and what's not. <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> Seriously, that's what I thought. I assume the best of it. Yeah. Let's not confuse Ecclesiasticus and Ecclesiastes. Right. Ecclesiasticus. We're not doing the apocrypha. So we don't... Yeah, there's an apocryphal book called Ecclesiasticus. Yep. But it's not really to Ecclesiastes. I don't mind doing the Apocrypha, just not like this year. You know, yeah, like we're, we've kind of got our plate for right now. I'd actually read that. 2012 Apocrypha in the Quran. Sure, I mean, Quran's easy. I want to read the Quran. Sounds like fun to me. It, I mean, seriously, like, if you thought the book of Joshua was nasty. Joshua? Jo- oh, the you- book. I thought you said yeah. the movie Joshua. No, if you thought, if you thought the, the book of Joshua was a nasty book to wade through, like with all the blood and the killing and stuff, and if you thought the uh, Torah was, uh, you know, genocidal and misogynist and whatnot, well, just wait till you get to the Quran. <laughs> Not a whole lot of moral progress in that millennium. Quran? Quran, as a uvular stop. Well, guys, I gotta, I gotta roll. You have managed to wear down my battery to not... All right, we'll finish okay. up Nehemiah next time. Nehemiah. 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 All right. All right. Thanks a lot, guys.